strings on me now. La 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 la. Got no strings on me. What a deal. Yo, what up? It's Bobby this your man. Dean. We are back in a little bit. Back, baby. We are here once again. We are here. Welcome to another episode for the Muck Protocol. No things comedy, comedy, comedy. That, that's, that was the beginning of uh, of Uptown Comedy Club. Comedy, comedy, comedy. <laughs> Yo, what's good, man? What's good? What's, what's really good? How y'all been? How y'all been? Did, did you miss me? Miss job. I planned on, uh, well, I, uh, attempts were futile to record <laughs> whilst that scene and then to upload it. Man, 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 let me tell you. Uh, once again, shout out to the network, All Things Comedy. Uh, 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 Sky, Sky Radio. Um, and, uh, and yeah, you know, I'm, uh, I'm back. I've been at sea for a couple of weeks. I'm glad to be back on land, I must say. Uh, people, you know, it's funny, people keep asking me. They keep saying, yo, um, yo, yo, that's gotta be amazing. That's amazing. It's amazing. You're at sea. It's so exotic. But you know, here's the thing, man. You know, there's called, I, I think there's called growing pains. There's a point where you you hit a moment in time, a moment with your evolution, and you realize, okay, it's time to move on. You know, so the um the the trips have been cool. I'm very appreciative of the opportunities that uh, cruising like a Norwegian have brought me um, financially, um, spiritually, a lot of time to recuperate and gather, uh, you know, gather, regather your thoughts, sort of um, um, recenter oneself, you know, at sea. Uh, But I think it's time to move on. I, I got a couple more contracts left in the year. I got a like in June and I think December, you know. So I'm I'm also down from doing like say five two week runs to three this year, and who knows what the next year I'll be too busy to do any. Um, but they've been wonderful uh, trips. Never never let it be said Dean Edwards is not appreciative. Yes, I did just speak in third person singular. That's what I did. <laughs> um, but yeah, time to move on. You know why? Because you feel like you're missing out on on the industry, and, and and some of the comics um don't. You know, some of the entertainers don't. I I spoke to some some talented uh performers, man. Aside from just uh, working with some talented comedians and Melvin George the second, and and my man Lucas Bone, um which I'll tell you about them in a second. Um, but I also, uh, Tony Award-winning uh, actress, singer, thespian, artiste, um, Brenda Braxton, who was in the, um, who's in the show, what's the name of the show that she's in? She's in the show, um, the the uh, After Midnight show, and she also has her own show in one of the uh, the supper club on the ship, so the main theater ship, and then she has her own show. Um, 
Also, my man, yo, this cat, Daryl Williams, was amazing. Let me tell you something. Because uh, he told us he had this this show he had uh, on the ship called The Mind of a Tenor. And, you know, I heard it. I was like, right, I'll go support because he supported us. Man, this dude was amazing. Vocally, he's uh, spectacular. The stage production the the lighting the slideshow that accompanied um, his performance and he he was bouncing from standards um, from Aretha Franklin to to uh, to Earth Wind and Fire to Christopher Cross when he is sailing you know that took me back to you ever had that you ever had that happen where somebody you hear a song and the beauty of music uh, it takes you back so. This particular uh, rendition of sailing takes me away to where I'll always do do do. Christopher Cross, that took me back to, I want to say, 81 or 82, uh, going to Virginia Beach with, with Be Familia. Uh, that, was, that was a fun trip. And, and I remember sitting in the back of the Dodge Aspen, tan colored Dodge Aspen, and riding down there. That's why I'm always. Uh, um, always messing because nowadays you know kids have passports and travel but back in the days vacation was we going down south <laughs> to virginia beach at bush gardens <clears throat> so yeah I, um i saw the show was amazing i i told him i i was fawning over him that's how amazing the show was i, I don't i don't fawn over uh, a lot but if something if something is brilliant I give it I give it credit. I I've never had a problem giving credit where credit is due. And it were definitely an amazing ship. Uh, amazing show. Now, regarding the ship, man, yo, the first three, four days of this cruise that I just did, wow. There was uh there was what do they call it? Uh uh the 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 weather was funky. Look, I, I couldn't think of what I wanted to say, so I just said it in layman's terms. The weather was funky. <laughs> it was it was uh, raining. The the seas were were extremely choppy. There was a point where I said, "Oh, now I understand how people wind up uh, nauseous at sea, and why a lot of people don't like don't like getting on um, cruise ships or boats or doing anything at sea because." Similar, you know, it's similar to being in the air. Once you're in it, ain't no escape, ain't no reprieve. You just gotta ride it out, and hope that that things turn out okay. There was at one point, the ship was so so um, so choppy in the waters. I was like, you know what? If this Poseidon adventured, ain't nothing we could do. You just gotta take it. So you gotta think of how do we get to the bottom. To the, to the bottom floor, which is now the top floor. And how do we get out? Is there a hatch at the bottom of ships? Kind of makes you wonder, doesn't it? Kind of makes you wonder, doesn't it? So I was on I was on with um my man Melvin George II. Now Melvin, yo, Melvin, I remember seeing on Def Comedy Jam, I'm going to say in like 93, and he had this whole, this whole joint, um about i'm not i'm not cool i'm not and he he kept saying how he wasn't cool that's like he has this uh running motif about how he's not cool and nothing he does is cool 
And then he uh he says, I'm not cool, I'm not. But you know what is cool? And then he pulls <laughs> he pulls a tall uh drink out of his pocket. That drink. It's funny because I, I know the trick, I know the joke, I seen it, you know, twenty something years ago. But I still <laughs> that joke is still funny. I love watching um watching just to make you know uh <clears throat> i love watching you know what because here's the thing similar to when i went to see uh my man daryl's show you know what i can appreciate i don't care if it's the first time if it's a thousand time you know i watch aliens i watch predator uh i watch goodfellas every time like it's the first time if it entertained me and it did, or they did, so I was enjoying um, seeing some of Melvin's bits that I've seen over the years, you know, um, just entertaining, man, it's just, uh, <clears throat> it was fun to watch, and uh, also um, met or re-met my man uh, uh, Lucas Bone, who, who turns out we live around the corner from each other in Brooklyn, what are the, what are the chances you know, that was, uh, I just thought that was uh, rather interesting as we got to talk. And we were like, we had the same train stop and, and the whole nine, uh, you know, and Lucas. And, and you know what? I was very happy. Well, Lucas did me a solid. I did him a solid. And the beauty of it is we did, you, you look out for people, you look out for each other. Because that's just the gift, right? The gift of life is to give and to give without end. Yes? And, um... And so Lucas, uh, Lucas is newer to uh, the New York City area, Brooklyn area, and so he's working on getting in clubs up here. I told him, I said, I feel like I met him at New York Comedy Club, but maybe I didn't. I'm not sure. And he sort of made his he 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 cut his teeth in uh, the uh, DMV, DC, Maryland, Virginia area, and moved up here. So Dookie knows him, and. Um, a real funny dude. He was headlining on the ship, and he, uh, you know, he, as as with anything, it's just breaking the New York City scene is hard. So I said, "Hey, man," I said, uh, "It might not be much, but I'll do what I can do. I'll see what I can do." And uh, I was able to uh, talk to the um, proprietors, uh, owner of. Uh, one of the clubs that I work in the city that uh, he wanted to work in. And actually, I called the manager and, and um, or the owner, and he actually called me right back as, as I was leaving him a message, which is funny because anybody knows when you call somebody, if you want to really ask them anything, you prefer, you prefer conf confrontation. You prefer getting them in the moment versus leaving a message. Hey... Listen, I was wondering, hey, if, if you wouldn't mind, could you maybe call me back? I have a favor to ask. Nobody wants to return that call. But before, as I was leaving the message, he called me back. He must have seen Mr. Call. And he called me, uh, he called me back immediately. Next thing you know, we were talking. And I said, listen, uh, this cat, Lucas Bone, a uh, real funny dude I'm working with. And he'd love to start working your, uh, your, your, you know, your club. And he said, boom, he, um, he, he, he said, have him reach out to me and my booker and ta-da, 
fair we are, which is cool, which is cool, which I appreciate. And um, and then Lucas, on the flip side, I had an audition that they uh, wanted to see me on the ship. Can't stand auditioning that seat, man. Can't stand auditioning uh, via recorded image anyway. I prefer being in the moment, in the room, because you can charm the room, you know, versus being two-dimensional. Now, I mean, I have gotten close to booking things off of tape, but I just, I prefer being in the room, you know. Uh, but I had this audition for, it's pilot season. We're, we're in the middle of pilot season, so I had this audition. And next thing you know, uh, Lucas helped me record it. He read for me, did a decent job acting, which made my performance um, all the more better. And, uh, and then we got a note from my agent saying they liked it. But can we can we can we zoom the camera and we can't see his face? <laughs> so we had to reshoot it. So he took time out of his day to help a brother do that and to uh, upload and email the um, the recording. So I appreciate that. And that's what you do. You look out for each other, man. Uh, <clears throat> you definitely look out for each other. So I appreciate Lucas. So you make sure you uh, you all keep an eye out for uh, Lucas Bone and Melvin George the second. Uh, when they're performing anywhere in your in your area, as it as it were, no, <clears throat> excuse me, that well, wow, what what did I swallow? A goat? <laughs> I'm sorry, who heard? Um, uh, oh, you know what? So. I've been going. What what's going on with uh? Did Nicki Minaj respond? Did Nicki respond to to Remy? Cause from what I understand, I, look, I'm not even gonna let what what I heard be considered a response, and I don't want anybody anybody else to fall for that either. I heard, okay, so I heard two two uh sort of responses or replies, and I'm not allowing them. <laughs> I heard. Nikki's song with Wazy F and uh and Drake Drizzy. Um no I will not allow that. I hear a lot of people are like, well, you know what? If Nikki doesn't respond, it's not a battle. You know what? Y'all y'all shut up. Y'all can take it in the face. Hey, that's right. I said it. I said it. You know? Um Yeah, that that this is hip hop. We battle, and if if you don't respond, you you lost. <laughs> That's how I see it. If you don't if you don't respond, you lost. If you claim you the you the queen or the king, and someone gets at you and you don't respond, cause you're up on your perch, you're you're up on your your throne, you whack to me. That's how I feel. That's 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 I, I'm put it out there, and uh, and that's that. Um, and then, oh, can can we all can we have a moment of silence um, for Foxy? That's all it warrants. Okay, so I heard I heard this Foxy Brown response, which I I was going to play, and you know it's funny I can play it because it's so doggone short, but I'm not I'm not Foxy in the pussy hole. No, here you know what? Get someone to uh, I'll get someone to uh, speak in. In Kareem uh, and Patois, and that'll that'll learn Remy. 
it is why it was it was so support i'm so broke like foxy has this whole constipated flow that might have sounded real threatening back back in 1996 97 but now not so much nobody cares uh, shout out to Anton, a brother who I went to college with. I, I got love for Foxy. Look, I have no problem with Foxy, but not not that not that uh not that retort. And for those that don't know, uh, Remy did uh I think she did call out Foxy Brown and said something about her uh her. Uh, losing losing her hearing in one of her ears or something a couple of years back, um, but so Foxy in her in her re, in her rebuttal, she says heard about your miscarriage, and okay you and you say this to say what? <laughs> like here's the thing if you go to and, and because and I'm saying this because I don't want anybody like oh you just you riding. You riding Red, Remy's Remy bra strap? And uh, no, no. Here's the, here, here's my point. If you're gonna if you're gonna get at somebody, um, that's fine. If you're going to use something of their of their personal uh, nature to attack them, that's fine too. But if you do it. Could you could you be a little more clever with it? It's, you know that's that's like <laughs> that's like saying you know what uh, what I I remember I sent uh, who did I sent James the Glow I said I said it is it is corny because you're merely mentioning Remy's miscarriage. There was nothing clever about it. You you stated a fact, but so what? That's like you know battling Stevie Wonder like. And saying, yeah, that's cause you blind. Oh, okay. Um, and uh, what else? You know, <laughs> someone's in a wheelchair. That's why you got roll everywhere. Okay. Um, and uh, do you have anything to uh to add to that? No. That's uh that's it. Okay. Well, good. That's, that's like uh, that's like saying uh. uh Bouncing that ass like you're some acrobatic dancer. You got type two diabetes, and your father died from pancreatic cancer. What? <sighs> At least that's 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 rhythmic, but it just you just pointing out someone's ailments. What kind of sense? This is what rap has come to. That's what we're dealing in now. It's it's just pointing out the obvious. You got a hangnail. <laughs> That's why you got a hangnail and your nips, your nails are chipped. Go, you, you gotta, you gotta go to the nail salon. If you, because you can't sniff your hair on. You can't sniff. Well, you can't sniff hair on. I was gonna say cocaine, though. That would have made more sense. No, no. I'm, I'm just saying. Both, both Foxy and Nikki, I think, have to go back to the drawing board. Um, and it's pretty much in this era of hip hop, battles only last as, uh, as long as, uh, people can meme about it. Once the memes are over, people have moved on, on to, on to the next, on, on to the next one. I'm just, I'm just saying. 
Yo, you know what I just learned? Thank you, GQ Magazine. Professor X, Captain Picard, lives in Park Slope, Brooklyn. Captain Picard lives in Brooklyn. I just thought that was some illness to, to share. His son is, uh, lives in the Slope of Park. Knows a lot about the history. May, I'm reading this article about uh, Sir Patrick Stewart living in Brooklyn and and how he uh, he knows all this uh, all this local history. Meanwhile, I'm reading it like, oh, I I, I didn't know that. I didn't know that uh, that under this this uh, lot are. Um, you know the bodies of uh slain soldiers it was it was it was an interesting well, it were an interesting read i i show you how much interest i had in that history by the fact that i don't recall exactly which war it was and why they're under there that's funny oh you're laughing at your own ignorance i'm sorry yeah so um oh and also you know what Looking forward. Cat Williams is coming to town. Y'all, 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 rid of me this, right? Cat's coming. Saw him a couple years ago. Uh, shout out to uh, Daphne Springs. She, uh, she blessed myself and Hugh Moore, Hugh Mizzle. Oh, um, with uh, with some nice uh, tickets. I had never been to a comedy concert of that magnitude. Um, been to theater shows, but never had been to you know, uh, you know. What's the Barclays like? Well, I know to capacity it's like eighteen thousand two. I think it's like a uh, hundred more than um, than the Garden. That's 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 debatable. I'll have to double check, but at capacity it's eighteen thousand. But probably for a comedy concert, I'd say that was probably like twelve to fifteen thousand. Uh, see, there's still a lot, and uh, and. Uh, yeah, we checked them out. It was a great, great show. Just found out my uh, my wife tells me was called me off guard. She's like, "Yeah, I, I think I want to see Cat." I was like, "Where? Since when?" I I had no idea that you were uh, such a fan of of Mr. Pimpalicious himself. Um, but yeah, she wants to see him, so now I gotta uh, now I gotta reach out to to one of my people on tour with him. And see what's up. It'll be interesting, though. I, I actually, you know, I was talking to my man Lucas Bone, who who's definitely a fan of uh, of comedy, and uh, we were talking about different comedy specials, and and we both agreed that Cat is one of the sort of unsung voices in comedy that those that know do, you know, but a lot of people don't don't give Cat um, his just due. But Cat is a funny, that's a funny dude, man. And and a smart dude, too. You know, once you get past uh, the, 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 the N-words, the niggas, uh, you'll, you'll hear some, some interesting insight and prolific, uh, even profound statements from, from the man, from the man. Um, so yeah, I think, uh, so what do y'all think? You think I should reach out to, to my people's? On tour, just buy a ticket. I could buy a ticket. You know what it is? Buying a ticket to to a comedy show always feels weird because I'm like, I'm not, a, I'm not a fan. Even though I am a fan, that's my ego. You know what I mean? I'm a, I'm a fan, but I, I just, you know, being in general pop, 
feels feels awkward. Because then people looking at you like, hey, hey, why are you here? I'm like, I like comedy too. I like, I like being entertained, duh, as it were. Um, so yeah, go, go check that out. Probably in, uh, the Barclay Center in mid-April, actually on tax day. Isn't it on April 15th? I believe it is. I, I would believe that it is, um, Still, still, uh, still prepping for the, uh, the comedy specials. That's the other thing. Being, being at sea, it's, uh, it's a little challenge because you're not really growing artistically. And so you, you definitely, you feel, you feel, uh, the lack of being able to just work out. And some people might say, well, why, why can't you work out? You know what it is? Because you don't, you're, you're, you're doing what are, what I consider safe shows. You know what I mean? You're doing safe shows because, for instance, somebody, somebody plopped their seven-year-old in, in the front row uh, of a show last week, right? And top of last week, my first show, I'm doing a seven o'clock and 11 o'clock and seven o'clock show Sunday night, uh, was filled with children, specifically children in the front row. Now, I can entertain anybody, but anyone in the industry will tell you that uh, um, the hardest, uh, that children and animals are the hardest to work with in entertainment. The reason being, because they don't necessarily listen. They do what they want. So children are like bears or dogs where you might say, no, but they're going to do what they want to do. Why? Because they're kids and they don't understand consequences. I get that. So uh, this 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 seven year old, I want to say his name, hey hey, I don't remember how to say it. Um, the seven year old sitting up front and he he continues to go, why? I'm like, oh what? So after every joke, son is, go, but why? And I'm like, oh. Uh, well, because, and not realizing, you know what, kids don't understand context. But, but, but why? And, and, yo, I, I, let me tell you something. Not only was I getting irritated, people were getting irritated. And more irritated because the parents were sitting in the club, but in the back having date night. While the seven-year-old was up front. In the, in the, I was the babysitter. And I even said at one point, I said, oh, oh, you're so lucky that this is an early show and that you're a child. <laughs> because who does that? And, and that, that just goes, you know, people, uh, don't, don't, uh, don't totally consider or respect, uh, what we do now, now granted, there are also, um, you know, theatrical shows occurring that people would drop their kids off and they'd go sit elsewhere. But for the most part, if you go to see, you know, Million Dollar Quartet, Legally Blonde, uh, After Midnight, any of the shows on the, uh, on the ship, there's a good chance they're going to sit down and keep, keep their mouth shut. Also because the music is loud and overpowering, so no one's interacting with them. 
Uh, but with comedy, people always feel they feel like, well, you know, he's just he's just talking. It's not really a show. It's it's just he's he's interacting. So that's that's another reason why um, why it's it's good to be back in clubs, office ships. Um, because I can grow artistically now, you know, I wasn't able to grow as artistically as I'd like to on stage, but I got a lot of writing done, got a lot of reading done, meditated a lot, prayed a lot, um, and, uh, and caught up on Orange is the New Black and Stranger Things. Thank you, uh, SAG nominating, uh, committee for the DVDs, because I was able to watch both seasons, both of their recent seasons. Uh, good shows. Orange is the New Black uh, picked up, tried watching it earlier, actually last year, and it didn't grab me. Uh, this newest season didn't grab me. But sometimes you just need to cancel out all the white noise and distractions and texting and whatnot. Just sit down and watch a show, which is what I did. So, uh, so I enjoyed it. And I, I love how they uh, incorporated current events from uh black lives matter to uh you know uh, uh white people saying things like well don't why don't white lives matter do white lives matter all lives matter you know and i'm sort of having having a, a interesting discussion on this show and and the police brutality and how sometimes uh errors occurred not because a, a, an officer was bad, but because they were caught up in the circumstances. It was interesting. It was interesting. I, I enjoyed how that season ended and look forward to season, is it five? Five? But why? Why? Got a lot of writing done, man. I'm actually, I'm excited um, because projects are coming together. I know y'all sitting there, what do you want project? What? Just hold, just hold tight a little longer, you know. Just, just a little longer. It's, it's coming along, though. Uh, uh, but I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, sharing positive uh, news, and then I'll, I'll share the entire, the entire journey as it, as it were. Oh, you know what? Uh, big shout out to uh, my namesake, uh, my man Omar Regan. Um, brother reached out and. and uh, he 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 uh wished me well on my safe safe travels because I I was being asked <laughs> I was posting pictures of uh of how nice it was here or how nice it was um in the Caribbean versus the snowstorm that y'all got in New York so that I posted up a uh, video I had taken on one of those early days in the, the two weeks when the, the um the weather was was uh quite scary as were the seas. And so he just wished me well, and uh, and he said he prayed for my Netflix special. So, um, so I appreciate uh, appreciate that sense. Uh, it's coming, it's coming. Whether Netflix or or, or HBO or Showtime, um, you know, I just want as many eyes as can see it as possible. You know, and it will. I I will make that a reality. You gotta will it. To, you gotta want it, but you gotta will it. Gotta will it. So I'm willing it. Uh, speaking of Netflix, didn't Netflix kind of change the uh, has changed the the way that everything is uh, uh, happening with regards to comedy specials, man? Because they've been 
they've been shooting a gang of comedy specials uh, and not only giving HBO and Showtime a run, but some might say surpassing Comedy Central um, as a, a place for comedy. And a lot of people are running to Netflix, A, because Netflix seems to have deep pockets, you know. I think, as a matter of fact, I think Chappelle's special um, is now up and available uh, uh, as of today. His, uh, his, his comedy special is, is on Netflix right now because I think I looked it up last night to see if it was up, and it was not yet um, at midnight. Um, but I'm guessing, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's up. It's up now. It's uh, four out of five stars. They only gave him four? Interesting. Interesting. Okay, that's 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 uh charge. Oh, and he has two there two collection one. The age of spin, Dave Chappelle live and then deep in the heart deep in the heart of Texas. Alright, well I'll I'll be watching those momentarily. Definitely another voice, as I said with Cat, prolific, profound and sometimes just silly, which 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 I like. I appreciate when someone just lets it all hang out. And Dave, Dave, similar to um, I was gonna say Gallagher, <laughs> similar to George Carlin, the G's through me, right? Uh, uh, you know, Carlin would drop some something heavy and then just you know do a pirouette and a silly face, you know. So that's like I. I, I digs it, man. I, I digs how how son can uh, do that, you know. Dave they will, you know, drop something heavy about current events or um, you know current state of uh, affairs, and then tell a joke about a a baby smoking weed. You know, that's just that's funny. That's range. That's what we do as uh, as comics. So yeah, they uh, Netflix Netflix gave Dave what I think. He got twenty million per special, so he got sixty million. He's doing three, and uh, Rock got forty because he's doing two. Um, Seinfeld got like a hundred because he's doing like that, and comics and cars, and uh, comedians and cars drinking coffee, and uh, like future projects. I I believe Kevin James just. Signed up to do his first special since 2001, uh, his comedy special on Comedy Central. I understand Amy Schumer uh, dropped a, a new joint. Um, didn't didn't see it uh, yet. Anybody see it? Somebody let me know what you think if you saw it in the, in the comments. Y'all make sure you. Uh, I should have said this earlier. Or oh, I let your boy on uh, on. On all social media at I am Dean Edwards, and also uh, the comment sections of iTunes and uh, SoundCloud and uh, whatever platforms you you can find that haven't even been uh, created yet. Leave comments, subscribe, like, tell a friend. Yeah, but but let me know if you saw Schumer special and what you thought of it. I haven't seen it yet. Um, but she's in leather. That's interesting. That's that's like, isn't that what everybody does when they when they blow up? They do their special. Uh, you gotta wear the leather, a la Eddie Murphy, <laughs> or or at least the the leather jacket and the leather members only. 
Pryor never did leather. He did uh he did a members only green jacket with a with matching slacks. It was weird. <laughs> I was always in New Orleans, remember? Richard Pryor here and now. I never understood that outfit. Um but it's hey, it's Richard and it was the eighties and you're allowed to do what you want to to express yourself, huh? You can express yourself however you want it. Um, so, hey, Netflix, if y'all give it out $20 million a pop, I'll take two. $200,000. i am good. <laughs> no, but I guess the, uh, the idea, which makes sense. If they have, if Netflix is available worldwide, they have 69 million uh, viewers at least, then giving out... Uh, 20 million a pop is not unheard of because think about that. If, if it was Netflix, it was. I remember when it was 9.99. Now it's like what 15 or something like that. If all those people, if six, that's a grip, son. They can afford to pay cash 20 million a pop. You hear me? Uh, some are saying that it, uh, some are saying that, uh, it, it could be, um, overkill because I believe they're looking to release a new comedy special every week which is a lot 52 comedy specials in a year that might be a wee a wee bit of a overkill um but you know if uh if people respond you know if people respond and that forces people to say, hey, let's go out and see live comedy. I'm for it. I apologize, y'all. I'm extremely uh, congested. <laughs> someone, someone affected me and infected me on that ship. Man, my head was exploding. Never had my ears pop the way they had uh, or congested the way they were on that plane. In the last 30 minutes of my flight back to New York, though... Man, I felt like it was going black out because the pressure was so heavy in my ears. That was crazy. Um, so, yeah, I, I I still would love to, jeez, uh, I've been gone so long. I'd love to do an HBO special because that's where my dream to do this started with uh, Eddie Murphy Delirious premiering on HBO. Uh, and I also am curious about ownership of your of your special when it airs on Netflix. Like Netflix, I think, I'm guessing if they pay you $20 million a pop, that it's a buyout. But someone like Dave Chappelle, someone like Chris Rock, Seinfeld, these are all dudes that their, their original uh, comedy specials with, you know, Chappelle's Half Hour and then Killing Them Softly and then uh, Live from the Fillmore, you know, those... The Fillmore um, aired on Showtime, if I'm not mistaken, uh, whereas Kill Him Softly and his, obviously, his half hour aired on HBO. And so he now can take those specials and sell them on different platforms, whether Hulu or Netflix, and have them on Netflix for X amount of time, and then say, here, you know what, I want it back on HBO, and you know, I think you have more options when you own it. I don't know. That's that's the one. If 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 it's even a detriment. I mean, if somebody pays you twenty million dollars, 
and and they own it. Are you really crying because you got 20 mil, but you work hard for your material and building this material all this time and raises the point. You're like, yo, that's that's my baby. I don't want to I don't want to totally sell her completely. I need to own it's like owning your masters, right? As a musician, you want you want your masters. You want if like like Prince owned his masters uh, eventually, got control of his masters again. Um, I, I, did Michael? I think Michael might Mike wound up buying the Beatles uh, masters. <laughs> I heard say 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 the other day, and I was like, damn, I know. No, Paul McCartney was tight when he found that MJ bought the Beatles catalog. I would have been tight, but it was brilliant. Uh, it was a brilliant business move, I think. What say you? Um, so yeah, I want to, cause I want to own my joints, man. Want to own my my my, my comedy specials. I want to own my projects. You know, I have some ownership. I will say this thing that I'm working on now. I do. I do. Uh, I, I own a portion of it. <laughs> well, I'm very happy to hear no. Uh, so, um, so f you know, fingers crossed that we continue to build and grow, and and we will and and own our copy special, man. Now, now, don't get me wrong. I want as many people to see it as as can see it. You know, I want I want maximum amount of viewers. But I also would like to. I also will own. My joints, man, uh, and that's important to me. Um, C Comedy Central uh, is not, you know, because I was reading in the same article I was reading with regards to these specials. Comedy Dynamics, who actually shoots and and shoot and sell a lot of these specials, they were saying, you know, you know, rewind five to seven years ago and. On his list of where they were selling projects, they had Comedy Central, HBO, Showtime, and now on on his uh on his menu he has Netflix, HBO, Showtime, Comedy Central, Epics, CISO. Uh, so you have a lot of places you can go to sell it. I don't know how well things are doing on CISO. Uh, me personally. I, uh, I, I, I'm aiming towards Netflix, HBO, Showtime. Those are the main ones, right? Uh, no disrespect to CISO. Uh, no disrespect to Comedy Central, but, you know, we've, we've done things on Comedy Central. I ain't done a special. I ain't never done a half hour. You know, submitted a couple of times. It didn't happen. So that's not, that's not the place for me. And I'm fine with that. Um, they can repeat stuff after it's premiered on other, uh, other platforms, other networks, and that's fine, which is what, what, I mean, what happens. I know, uh, for instance, um, I know Sebastian Maniscalco, Sebastian, good dude, Sebastian Joyce all premiered on, I want to say on Showtime, but I always see them when I when I log on to Netflix. So, um, you know, he has he has his product available across two platforms. You know, all this talking has made me realize I gotta call my manager. We need to we need to have a serious discussion about this here, sir. 
we we need to have a, a, a convo about this these specials. You know, I submitted the uh, submission, uh, the demo, so to say, and now we're shopping. And I haven't spoken to him about it in a while, so we got to find out what, what the deal is uh, with regards to, you know, booking and shooting the special. Or maybe... Maybe you wait until you get a little more heat, and then that makes it, then it creates a bidding uh, opportunity. So perhaps that, uh, yeah, maybe that's what we'll do as well, because comedy is all about timing, isn't it? And so therein lies the rub, therein lies the trick. So ah, everything happens in, in, in due time, and I am in no rush, uh, no need to rush anything. You know, I apologize, y'all, because I'm still congested. I feel like I, I can hear myself speaking, but not as well as I normally can. And I I hope that my tone didn't uh didn't didn't affect anybody in a detrimental manner. Yeah, because if it did, well, I guess you're just gonna have to deal with this voice for the last couple of minutes of this podcast, all up in your ear. Yeah, <laughs> that's so immature. Oh shoot, yo man, uh, good to be back. Good to be back on land. Good to be back uh, on on the uh, cast day pod. Good to be back on Father Market Protocol. Good to be back in my Father Market fam's ears. And yo, uh, you know, for the next month. Um, well, if if you are at any of the following uh, Air Force bases, you can catch me um, at Knob Noster or Whiteman Air Force Base in Knob Noster, Missouri. Knob <laughs> Noster? What? <laughs> Is that a real place? Okay, Knob Noster, Missouri uh, at Whiteman Air Force Base on March 30th. Uh, uh, Little Rock Air Force Base in Little Rock, Arkansas, March 31st, and Columbus Air Force Base in Columbus, Mississippi, on April 1st, Saturday, April 1st. And then the final week, you can catch me starting uh, week two of our Air Force Base tour in Belleville, Illinois, at Scott Air Force Base on the 6th of April, Wright Pat Air Force Base in Dayton, Ohio, on April 7th. And J.P. Langley Eustis Air Force Base in Hampton, Hampton, Virginia, Saturday, April 8th. I'll give you all more dates, but if you have friends, family member, or you yourself are serving at any of these uh, bases, make sure you come check Brother Al. Come check Brother Al with my man Dennis Gaxiola. Uh, it's going down. We're, putting, we're doing big things in Guam. You feel me? Uh, so, yo. It's been real. I'll scream at y'all uh, in, in seven days or less, player. I keep it peppin', peppin'. All love. Two fingers from the protocol. Your man, Dean Edwards. Easy.